Hi, and welcome to another great message from Noosa Church. We pray that you're impacted and inspired by this teaching. For more information and service times, check out our website at noosa.church. Enjoy. Uh, I'm going to share a few scriptures today. And around, we'll open our Bible in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes, great book, uh, gives a lot of a lot of everyday context as well, if you're either thinking you're too flat or you're too important. Uh, Ecclesiastes, such a great context book and it's just been absolutely on fire for me this year just reading through it. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 and 11 says this, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might, with all your might, for there is no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you are going. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favour to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. You're going to be talking about time and chance this morning. And I think it's really powerful because I really find often in life we either give too much importance to the temporal and too little importance to the eternal. And, and even that might sound a little bit too ethereal. But literally you give too much importance to the things we don't know and too little importance to the things that we do. And even in our faith, you can say, I'm, I'm totally assured of this thing. But usually it's something to do with our practical life, that we are espousing that full confidence and faith in. And then we feel perhaps sometimes a little bit unsettled in our eternal hope that's in Christ. So I just want to just give a little bit of alignment to that today. And I love this verse because this year, I feel like this is a part of this year's scripture. That this year it hasn't been about who's wisest, it hasn't been about who's smartest, it hasn't been about who has uh, been as best prepared or not. It's actually time and chance have happened to them all. Some of the most least prepared have actually come through okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? And random industries that were rock solid are suddenly... have just evaporated within a week or two. People that have been building consistently great business practices over 20 years and then suddenly... The goalposts have totally changed and, and they're like, oh, wow, I actually need to, you know, I, I have no idea. I actually have to go, God, what? this is beyond just even following wise advice. Other people that have, that just kind of coasted through and then we're like, oh, oh, wow, actually we're okay. I.e., 99% of Queensland in the state that we live, you know what I mean? I talk to different friends around the world and they're stuck in tiny little concrete boxes. No, they're not uh, criminals. No, they're in an inner city apartment in a, in a, in a, you know, a country, in a, in a city with m- millions of people that literally don't even have food for more than three days ahead. Any city usually has only got a three to five days worth of food and water and everything supplies because they don't grow anything there. You know what I mean? So, and literally people with kids in tiny apartments stuck for six, eight weeks at a time, literally can't even leave the apartment. I mean, and then we're like, oh, you know, wow, oh, JobKeeper. <laughs> or, oh, wow, we can still walk outside. Again, you can still get your latte that you wanted. 
You know what I mean? And even that's been a big, big crisis. They, they might not have the brand of barista milk that you've had, you know, because of a, a supply shortage or something. And so this year, it's been so crazy. But I, you know what? There's actually an encouragement to that, that God is beyond it all, and our human best efforts will still not get us there. And that also we can submit, even if our successes, if you think that, well, I saw things coming and I planned ahead and it was all great, good on you. <laughs> And then you look over the fence and someone who had no idea and no preparation and no planning, they're like, oh, wow, seem to get through all that, all right. And then you're like, what? I've given my life to try and protect and insulate against risk and foresee things and markets and everything. And old mate that has no idea just goes surfing all week and he's better off than I am. And I want to just help your heart this morning. Whatever your hand finds to do, other people are like, well, it's all, who cares? And your best efforts, it's not going to make any difference. So let's just sit there and do nothing. Live hand to mouth and not help anyone else and not have any plans. But that's not biblical either. It's not serfdom, you know what I mean? In the old English term of S-E-R-F. I know in Noosa, it's, it's, we're trying to all get serfdom as in surfing. But it's not being a vagabond and that's, the, and that's God's will for everyone. Because it says here... In Ecclesiastes, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Some of us have got this paralysis. Well, I don't exactly know what God's will is. And so until I have assured confidence, I'm not going to go out and get a job. You know, it's like, no, no, no. He's like, man, whatever you find to do, just do it with all your might. If you find an old paintbrush on the ground, just start painting something, charging someone for it. It's what most people, most tradies did, started out in Noosa. You know what I mean? Um, You know, whatever it is, if you've got a kitchen, great, you've got a ministry. If you've got a mobile phone, most of the plans are unlimited now. Just start texting and doing something. Whatever your hand finds to do, stop trying to wait for God's wisdom. And know you already know more than than you think you do. You know, just do something. If you've got a guitar, if you've got a banjo, start picking that thing. Why? Because it's God's will? Well, yeah, but also, you know why? Because it's going to keep you sane. Worst thing to do, send people inside, is start assessing everyone else's situation instead of just doing more action. Action is the antidote to insanity. If you feel it, if you're feeling like overwhelmed with anxiety and things like that, you've got to start taking action. Looking at the news isn't going to help. Finding out what other win that someone did make or some other loss that this other industry make. It's not going to help at the end of the day. Action is the antidote. As in, do whatever your hand finds to do. Do it with all your might. There's a diligence factor that God's saying, hey, it's actually going to keep you healthy. If you don't know what to do, grab your dog and walk it. If you don't have a dog, just grab the neighbor's dog and walk it. You know, like, get action. I know for me, when I start getting emotional, I gotta, it, that doesn't help. And trying to rehash the same set of details to get Eliza and I to understand that I'm right still doesn't help. But if we start taking action, which is why a great busy life is actually a good thing. You know what I mean? Yes, God said to rest. There's a Sabbath. And a lot of you are trying to honor Sabbath at nine months a year. <laughs> and they're wondering why there's no peace in that either. Sabbath is for those who are working six days a week. So you enjoy that. You're not bored either. I'm never bored on having a day off. Why? Because literally it's just the catch-up from the lack of sleep during the week. And so it's all, I'm just saying that let's just kind of, rather than 
you know, even, the, you know, some of you go, well, faith is the, the uh, you know, the, the substance of things not seen, the evidence of, you know, the, the assurance of what we haven't known, but we know in God. Yeah, but don't do that about necessarily. The scriptures also talk about, don't say that you're going to go to this city, start some business, and in a year you're going to make all this kind of coin. You don't even know what's happening the next day. So at the same time, our assurance in faith is founded on that hope of Jesus that regardless of what happens, we win. Worst case, you wake up, wow. And at the same time, I don't want my human great decisions for people to think I'm great. I want it beyond it where it's like, I did my best, it still failed miserably, but then God. I want a testimony about my life that people, even that don't know God, go, it's got to be God because even his best was still pretty rubbish. But there's a diligence factor, and this is a tension between trusting God, but also give it, throwing it all to the wall <laughs> and seeing what sticks. You know, and, and, the, and, and at the same time, I think it's a really encouraging and hope-filled message, because it says, for there's no work or device or knowledge or wisdom in the grave where you're going, that I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, the fastest guy is not going to win. Stephen Bradbury. Nor the battle to the strong. Arnie was amazing. The governor. Now, he's looking a little shabby. <laughs> time and chance happened to us all. <laughs> Is he regretting it? No, he made the most of the time. And now, I don't know if you see him, he feeds carrots to his... Uh, he's got donkeys that literally walk into his kitchen. They live in and out of the house and, you know, it's like Lulu and Whiskey. And then, and then he, you know, anyway, what? He had a chance. He did his best. And then, and then, but time happens to us all. And stop trying to cling to time. Start redeeming it by whatever your hand finds to do. Do it with all your might. You might have been studied for years and suddenly this year has changed the game and your industry has shifted. And you're like, ah, God, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't I know? Why wasn't I prepared? I've been praying for you. I'm giving. I'm trusting. Ah, why didn't I? It's like that will send people insane. The best thing to do is just whatever your hand finds to do now, do it with all your might. And then the rebuilding of your life out of tragedy is a testimony to God and his goodness. Not your smarts that you never had a setback. But imagine, oh, wow, that happened. Oh, but then God redeemed there and it looked like this bad thing happened. And then God redeemed that. And then he opened up something that I knew was not even available. And then suddenly something that I just thought was a hobby for years suddenly became an income-producing thing, or who knows? Or I realized it's great. It's so great, actually, getting up here and sharing because you're documenting your thoughts. I look back on the year and, and the, some of the messages at the start of the year, was, it was simple, live a simple life, steward your words. And it was actually less. The goal was to simplify life, not to lose everything, but to have your heart attached to the simplicity, not the cluttered nature. The secret of life is won and lost in your daily routine, what you fill your time with. Not what you hear everyone else is filling their time with. What you're filling your time with. Time and chance happen to us all. Time and chance happen to us all. Time and opportunity. You got a chance at it. Benny, he had a chance and he took it. If he'd waited another, who knows? Ten years, five years, three months, who knows? 
I did the same. I've said it before. I asked Eliza to marry me before she realised she could have done a lot better. <laughs> you know, some of us God's will, is it not? Hey, time and chance. <laughs> Often we're embracing the hurts of others and the complaints of others and uh, when the only way to stay sign is to follow Jesus and look to him first and keep walking. What have you lost? I don't know. It's lost. I mean, I've lost every single great meal that I've ever eaten. Lost it. Don't look back there. You, the, the memory of it is better than what it, the physicality of it. Josh, Pastor Josh preached about this the other week. I'm trying to dig out. I think he said something about sentimentality. You know, we kind of romanticize some of our... You know, the past about things, help you out, just nod, yep. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the only sane thing to do, time and chance, get up, what can we do today? What do you got left? You lost an arm, praise with the other one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Be the busiest one-arm burger flipper on the planet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you've got left, it's enough. It's, what, it's always ever been enough. Everyone has only ever used what they've had and taken action on it to get them to where they got to. And Jesus is saying, you follow me. Let's go. Take some action today. You might have been licking your wounds. I'm not saying it wasn't hard. Wasn't, and it might not have been your fault. But the justice game sometimes, again, just messes with our head. Let God, he's supposed to be the avenger. Let him do that. And keep our heart clean in the process. John 21, it's the same. All the, the uh, disciples were the same and they were trying to work out what was happening to everyone else. Jesus is like, mate, just calm down. Don't worry about what's happening to them or my will for them. What if I wanted them to have the cushiest ride for the rest of their life? No relevance to you. You follow me. Said that in John 21, Peter turning around and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following, who also he had leaned on his breast at the supper, saying, Lord, who is the one who betrays you. Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, but Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if I remain, if I will that he remain till I come, what is that to you? You follow me. And even that got messed straight away. The next scripture, it says, then this saying went out about the brethren that this disciple would not die. Yet Jesus didn't say to him that he wouldn't die, but if he remain till I come, what is that to you? Is that not life? Even when she's, ah, everything else irrelevant, you follow me. Ah, oh, and immediately there's a gazillion opinions about that. Immediately after Pastor Josh actually preaches scripture, as in not, you know, what I'm doing here today. <laughs> there's several hundred opinions about that straight away. Rather than going, well, the scripture said, I'm going to go and do that. Yeah, well, I don't know, but he, did, but he missed an area there and he should have grounded it out here and done the complete definition of that. And Hey, you know what? I, I, I mean, I have thought of more scriptures that he was talking about on the subject. I don't know. Was there enough exegesis? No, 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 no. There's truth of God's word. You do that. <laughs> we've all got time. We've all got a chance to do something. Maybe you wanted to be the big shot in an area, in an industry. But maybe you've got to give that to God and say, Lord, I'll do the best. Whatever my hand finds to do, I will do it with all my might. In Romans 12, 
It's a great scripture. In, in verse 9 says, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. All these things we can do no matter what we've lost or gained this year. It's so good. Romans 12, 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. Not lagging in diligence. See that? Whatever your hand finds, just do something and do it well. Not lacking in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, not the news, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, not that there wasn't any, but patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality, bless those who persecute you, all these things we can do this year and right now. Bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice, and weep with those who weep, be of the same mind towards one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil, having regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Not jumping into someone else's drama and getting angry on behalf of someone else and a, a weird version of it. No, no, no. As much as you can, that's up to you. Live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to, to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in so doing you will heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Isn't that a great scripture for this year? Don't be overcome by evil, it's everywhere. Don't let that swallow your, your mentality, your aspirations, your hope, evil here, there, everywhere. Don't be overcome by it, but overcome evil with good. And how do we overcome evil with good? By doing something. <laughs> That's how you overcome evil with good. Someone rips you off, or, you know, your mate for the 17th time goes out for burgers and he's like, ah, da, ah. Ah, <laughs> let him sweat for like five or ten seconds. Ah, oh, it's all right, mate. Overcome evil with good. <laughs> right? It's an action, <laughs> and then you pay. <laughs> it's all in here. So this year, what did you fill it with? This year, I mean, we're at, at Christmas, you know, this week. Wrapping it up, put a bow, putting a bow in this year. It's 2020, done and dusted. <sighs> Hopefully, let's dream again, all that kind of stuff. But what did you fill it year with? I'm not talking about what was outside of your control. I'm talking about what you have ability and agency in. <laughs> what did you fill it with? Oh, there was a pandemic thing. Oh, what do you fill it with? Well, that country got shot. No, 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 no. Okay, if you did, you're going to be worse off for it. What did you fill it with? Well, I filled it with the praises of God. I filled it with hospitality to the saints. I filled it with, uh, you know, readjusting my priorities. And, and, and man, I was, I was starting to uh, desire the things of this world too much. And I've reassigned that into all my glory towards God and my adoration towards Him. Well, what did you fill it with? Well, you know what? I realigned my family to be more actually that I enjoy it with them rather than having some other weird aspiration. You know what I mean? What did you fill it with? Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all. Your mind. I'm just talking about 
the results. Well, I invested in this and it ended up that. I'm talking about processes. Are you filling your life with good processes? Talking to God, opening your Bible, fellowshipping with the saints, doing good to all. Opening your mouth with praises to God. I don't know, your assessment, what did you fill this year with? But I hopefully it was good seeds and fertilizer and not just plucking fruit if it was there or if it wasn't there. You know what I mean? The farmer sows. And in Ecclesiastes, um, a couple of chapters, uh, actually I think I wrote it down, Ecclesiastes 9, yeah, at the start of that chapter that we read uh, later on, it actually says, in the morning sow your seed and in the evening do not withhold your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. God's kingdom, it says in Mark 4, is like a seed, or like a person that scatters seed on the ground. And some might produce a bit, some produce heaps, some might produce much at all. But I tell you what, what does he do? He's a sower. He keeps sowing. There's some great things that we can be filling our life with. But we have to start doing it now. Time and chance. Today. You might be hating me right now because this year you've lost quite a lot. And I can genuinely say with love in my heart, I'm trying to rescue out of that mental anguish and torment. I'm not going to try and get it back for you. It's too, it's too far gone. But I'm trying to rescue now your headspace and your future. There's some amazing things that have happened in the last few weeks. Amazing things. It was just God. God himself. And what better way than to say, Lord, we're aligning our life back to you. God, where we've missed it, where we've erred, where we've sinned, or even when we've just done our best but it didn't work out the way, as a directionally, even in life. We've got people in our church that came here for a holiday (laughs) and now they're living here. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) So good. Time and chance. And you, you spend time with them, and what are they doing? They're recalibrating right now. I'm like, all right, Lord, what are you saying now? Okay, what do we do now? What are we dreaming about, about now? What's your next steps for us now? <laughs> oh, dear, we're stuck in Noosa. <laughs> time and chance, baby. Time and chance. <laughs> Father God, we thank you so much, Lord. God, there are things beyond our understanding. That's why... We're your kids, we're human, you're God. And Lord, I just, right now, just pray for the hearts in this room, Lord, that they be encouraged today. God, you've got great plans and purposes for them. The biggest plan you've got is to actually walk out life with them. To actually do it together with you, regardless of the adventure. And so, God, I just thank you, Lord, that here we are, still here, you've... you've, who knows what you've protected us from this year? We don't know. Probably a lot more than we've been giving you thanks for. Lord, we thank you for the, for the provision. Lord, you give us each day our daily bread. Lord, we'd love to plan out our entire life ahead, but you haven't put it that way. But Lord, this great way that we keep needing faith to trust you, that the just shall live by faith, not until they've got it all together, but for eternity. And so, Lord, we give you our faith today. Lord, we again afresh declare that we need you, that we're open to you, 
And Lord, that your simple wisdom that, God, we're just going to do the best with what our hand finds to do. And God, in that journey, Lord, direct us, correct us, heal us, Lord. And Lord, bless and prosper your people, Father God. Just like Job that might have had the most rubbish nine, nine months of his life. But God, you, get, you returned double to him. And he started as the richest man in the East. Father God, I just pray your blessing on people today. That Lord, you redeem what only you can. Father God, you give recompense what the enemy has stolen this year and the, the unfortunate nature of the calamities of this year. So God, we just declare today, Jesus, you're our Lord. God, we submit our life to you afresh today. And God, we, we repent for those areas that maybe we're outside of just having a humble life to you. And so God, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching, that you've been encouraged and challenged. To stay up to date with our latest messages, you can subscribe to our podcast. For more information, resource or service times, please check out our website at noosa.church.